Hello and welcome to another edition of Watchdogs Radio. We are coming to you live today from beautiful Savannah, Georgia. We are at the National Youth at Risk Conference and we are going to be hearing a little bit more about the conference and how things are going. This is truly an amazing conference. A lot of people here doing a lot of great work and uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about that. I'm your host Keith Shoemaker and I have the honor and the privilege of being joined today uh, by Dr. Eric Landers. Eric is the Graduate Coordinator of Special Education at Georgia Southern University, and uh, he has consented to give us a few minutes of his time to talk about the conference and uh, and exactly what we're trying to do here. So welcome, Eric. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. The National the Risk Conference is, is going into its 24th year. We are really excited, and next year we're planning a big 25th year type of thing. But just to define it for you just a little bit, we define it at risk as cross-cutting any culture, socioeconomic status, because we don't say at-risk youth, we say youth at risk, because it doesn't matter where you come from, anything can place you at risk, your circumstances can place you at risk. With the conference, what we try to focus on are the five H's. The head being where we address the intellect of the child, the heart being where we address the emotional well-being of the child, mm-hmm. the hands being where what we do with the child, the home being where the child is coming from, and in the health of the child. Absolutely. In regards to this specific conference, I mean, we know who we're targeting as far as our effort, but as far as the conference itself, who is it that is coming to the conference? Is it counselors? Is it is it parents? Where uh, Who are the people that are coming? We actually have a whole wide range of people who actually come to the conference, and we're pretty excited about that because we have just about 40% teachers, but then we have administrators, we have we have counselors, we have uh, social workers, we have juvenile justice. We serve a wide range of professionals. And I think it's really unique because anybody who deals with youth at risk can come and find some sort of topic that actually helps them grow professionally and think just a little bit differently about youth at risk. Great. Well, uh, you know, one of the things, of course, with the National Center for Fathering is, you know, when we look at a youth at risk, we're looking at where that comes from from the family perspective. And as far as the child having a positive male role model, somebody that is there that is uh, paying attention to them, what they're doing and of course in today's culture that's not always going to be their biological father so as far as someone who is a parent or a father figure this plays into what they're doing as well even as far as clergy as far as community interaction and things like that so that I think that's uh, that's awesome if somebody listening wanted to participate in the conference next year what would they need to do to be to find out more information about the National Youth at Risk Conference? Well, first of all, I applaud you on you know on the efforts of Watchdogs because you know I'm, I think that's a really good cause that you're you know I'm, that you're taking up and certainly anybody I'm in education cannot ignore the significance of a home. So we need organizations like you. Uh, so I really appreciate that. If anyone wants to participate in the National Youth at Risk Conference, um, all you do is go to the National org and they will be able to access the information to register. They'll be able to even look at sessions that will pertain to their particular discipline. For example, we have a breakdown of, of what would be of interest of teachers, what would be of interest of counselors, what would be of interest of administrators, juvenile justice workers. And we break that down so we can sort of give them a synopsis and say, hey, you know, these are the services that we offer. Here's what you may be interested in. And then we also bring in nationally known speakers. I mean, this year we had Eric Denton, 
we had Ruby Payne, and then we're going to have a local person coming up on Wednesday. He's a principal out of Atlanta who does a lot of good change stuff, and in fact, probably fits with your mission really well because the way he changes schools is he connects to the families and the community. And Grant Riviera is a really good speaker for us. Well, that's awesome. Of course, being in Atlanta, I'm going to be reaching out to him as well. What are the future plans for the conference? You mentioned there's a uh, 25th anniversary, a silver anniversary, if you will, next year. Is the conference, is it travel or is it going to stay here in Savannah? Well, looking into the future, I think we are positioning ourselves to serve even more professionals because we're opening up the National Risk Las Vegas Conference starting in October. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll certainly keep the National Risk Savannah. But as far as plans to move forward, Georgia Southern um, and Dr. Dan Raymond and myself, we are looking to open the National Risk Center. And it's in its final stages of approval, and we're very hopeful that it's going to be approved. And a part of that is us being able to provide this sort of level of professional development year-round and not just with one company. In addition, we want to be leaders when we're talking about youth at risk. So by doing that, starting a association for professionals who are who are engaged with youth at risk and then starting a journal so that we can then publish things that will actually make sense to our population of professionals. And I'm really excited about that because I think somebody has to pick up the lead. Somebody's got to say, look, we're not going to be complacent anymore with these children. We cannot be complacent anymore with these children. And it doesn't matter your skin color, your socioeconomic status. Anybody can be placed at risk due to their circumstances. And we want to educate professionals that will actually make a difference and be excited about doing that. That is awesome. And certainly as that develops, please keep the National Center for Fathering and, and Watchdog uh, on the front burner there because we are certainly uh, very interested in, uh, in in the work that you're doing. And, and certainly commend Georgia Southern University for the lead that uh, that Georgia Southern is, is doing that. And by the way, how are the Eagles looking this year? The Eagles are looking good. We're going to do well. We have a new head coach, and our president is very uh, excited about that. And I think we're going to do very well. I think moving forward, hopefully, uh, next time we'll beat Georgia, though. Oh, well, let's, uh, well I, I'm going to be neutral on that on the air. I have my own feelings about that, but I'm going to stay neutral on that on the air. So that's great. Well, as we're here, uh, let me be the first to impart upon you your man card, which is our uh, partnership that we have with National PTA, and uh, being direct toward men in education and saying, you know, it's time for, you know, it's not the mom raising is the kids dad bring home the check culture anymore you know we have to engage men in the lives of these students and to be able to give these guys the opportunity through of course I'm going to brag about our program to be able to give these guys the opportunity to take as little as one day a year off from work and to be able to spend it in the schools work in the schools and to begin to recognize within their own community those youth at risk factors and to be able to do what they can through the resources of their employment and their their own resources to be able to help bring some of that help to bear at the schools. Well look I you know I commend you for this uh, because the more we can get fathers in you know I'm engaged I'm in our children's lives you know I'm in 2010 the fastest growing demographic was single mothers and we have to do something about it. We don't have to define what a family may look like because I think a family can can be a can be a conglomeration of you know however you want to put it together but the importance of a father in a in the child's life is just paramount so I commend you on for on for giving me my man card today uh, <laughs> with my two daughters uh, who I love very much and uh, actually I never uh, actually never thought about just taking a day off and going into a school but now I have my man card and I am going to take several days off and just go in go into the schools with my daughters well let's talk to that principal about bringing the watchdogs program <laughs> in it's simple 
pulling is inexpensive as it is, I would love to see us get a, more of a, a presence in South Georgia, Savannah area, Statesboro area, and, and it's just so simple. It's just you know a simple one-hour training, mm-hmm. and uh, and they purchase the kit and they're off and running. Certainly, we can talk you know further offline when you're not uh, trying to run a, a conference with several thousand people. Here. Do you have a estimate of about how many people are here in Savannah uh, for the conference? We're probably going to top out around twelve to thirteen hundred. Last year we topped out at twelve fifty, and um, and my goal was to top out a hundred more this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, by next year on our twenty fifth, I, I want to have the largest National Youth at Risk conference that we've ever had. Just highlight the work of Dr. Dan Ray. He has been with the conference for so long, and he's given me the honor of being part of it. And, um, and I can't thank him enough for that. For our twenty fifth, we're hoping to bring just about everybody we can down here to the host city of the South. And uh, as our mayor says, this year, I, you know, I think we surpassed last year, and hopefully, we keep moving, working with partners like you, so that we can actually get the word out, bring people to Savannah, bring people to Las Vegas. We have the uh, safety conference, schools and families engaged together for youth, opening up in Atlanta this July, and it's just the further effort of the National Youth at Risk to sort of bring more professionals together, give them more opportunities, and the safety conference um, in your area will be, it's a different kind of conference. We actually offer half-day trainings in four topics, mm-hmm. one being bullying this year, the other being gang-related issues, the other being how to motivate African-American youth or boys of color, and then the final one being how to work with parents. and. Uh, yeah, and we're bringing all of that together um, and saying, okay, how do we make the, the schools and the and the homes start to work together? Mm-hmm. And on Wednesday, I'm excited to hear Grant talk about how he does that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, hopefully we can bring him back and, and make him part of, of the efforts of National Youth at Risk to sort of say, here's a model about how you do that. How do you change a school? We have schools that are failing all over this country, and somebody's got to say, how do we change it? Who's going to stand up and do it? Somebody has to do it. And hopefully, through the efforts of the National Youth at Center, we can start facilitating those discussions among our professionals, because we have juvenile justice, we have counselors, we have, we have, we have teachers, we have administrators. Lots of Many times they're not on the same page sometimes, but we're all working for the same thing. We're all working for the betterment of our children. And it amazes me sometimes that we don't have conversations, frank conversations about between administrator and the juvenile justice. What do I do about that gang member in my school? Mm-hmm. Not to put them out, but what do I do to support them? What do you know that I don't know that I can actually learn from you? And I think that's what places the National the Risk Center and Conference in a little bit different angle than any, than anyone else because we bring all those people together. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the comments that we heard uh, at our conference in Kansas City back in February was uh, Eugene Schneber from his Office of Faith-Based Partnerships. And he made the comment that really struck home with me is that he explained to me that gangs are nothing but boys trying to teach each other to be men because no one else will. And, and that was just something that really hit home with me to understand that where we are in our culture and, and how we need to reconnect the families. And, and I applaud what you're doing. Well, certainly I think you're on something there because if you look at our demographics, look at our, just look at plain numbers. I mean, lots of times I just look at what is the actual problem. I think we have to define that first. Many times when I go into schools, they say everybody's out of control. 
and then when I look at it, there's 10 kids. Mm -hmm. You know, so what is our actual problem? Well, our actual problem is the fastest growing demographic in 2010 were single moms. You have to address that. You have to say, okay, dads, you did something, you brought this child here, and now it's time to step up. You don't, you don't have to stay with the mother. Let's not tell them that. Right. But let's tell them that. Step up to your responsibilities as a father. You know, that's something that I try to do every day. I'm with, I'm with my girls, and, I, you know, hopefully I'm doing a good job. Hopefully in, you know, 20 years they may hear this and say, yeah, Dad, you did do a good job. We have to engage fathers to be more active in their child's life. We don't have to, and please understand, we don't have to say you have to be in a relationship with, with this person, but at least step up and, and say, I'm going to provide the guidance for you. And certainly in the cases where that biological father is not going to be there, you know, certainly we need to go out and identify somebody that is willing to step into that father role. And there are people out there. There are, there are family members. There are clergy members. There are um, people within the community that are willing to be there in a safe way, but to be able to uh, to be there for, for those children and just to say, you know, hey, high five. You did a good job. You accomplished this. You got an A on this project. You know, somebody there, the other half of parent involvement, to be able to say, hey, you did a good job and realize that um, that education is important. Well, uh, coming from a pastor's family home, um, certainly we had um, lots of men in our church who, you know, stood up and things like that. And I think your idea of, you know, if the biological father will not step up, who's going to step up? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just having this conversation with you makes me think of what other responsibilities I should be. Um, actually taking on what other, how much more could I do through uh, different organizations like, like yours. Um, and I would encourage any man who's listening to this to, to think about beyond themselves, beyond their own children, can you know, can you give a little bit more just to just to make sure that somebody else has a strong male figure, I'm, you know, I'm in their life. We can't discount the role of the mother. We can't discount oh, the role of the father. We can't discount the role of the uh, of the family, of the extended family. Um, but in cases where they don't have that, I would encourage any man to stand up and try to fill some part of that role. Mm -hmm. So I thank you for having me today. Um, wow, and uh, okay. um, um, we are looking forward to possibly working with you again in the future. That'd be great. Thank you. Dr. Eric Landers, the Graduate Coordinator of Special Education at Georgia Southern University and the uh, Assistant Director of this conference. Um, and you've done an awesome, awesome job. So thank you. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate, appreciate you.